afternoon, Cape Cod and the islands. And welcome back to another installment of the Cape Cod Sportscast. I'm your host, Wesley Sykes. And back in the studio with us, maybe our best recurring guest, is Cape Cod shot doctor, uh, Mr. Bob Catalini. Bob, what's going on? Well, thanks, Wes. It's great to be back. Um, you know, we met and did a little podcast at the beginning of the season, which we was sure a did. lot of fun. And here we are at the end. Um, Hopefully not the end for all, all these teams No, no, here. no, no, no. End I of mean, the regular season, End right? of the regular yeah. season, and we're going to maybe give some of our thoughts uh, regarding uh, tournament play and, and so forth, and, and actually look back at the season a little bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like uh, Bob just mentioned here, we had the uh, MIA release its brackets for boys and girls basketball. In addition to boys and girls hockey, uh, I believe uh, Rich yeah. and I might oh, do yeah. a little something on, on the hockey brackets later this week. Yeah, these are hot off the press. Hot off the presses, as they say. But before we dive into uh, the tournament breakdowns, who are favorites, dark horses, maybe some best first-round matchups, sure. uh, we had a, a local boy kind of making some national news uh, uh, recently this weekend, Eric Demers, former uh, Falmouth grad. Yeah, absolutely. This the uh, I think it, it's been way, way, way under the radar that he is the leading scorer in the country. At, 33 at division three gordon mm -hmm. yes 33 33, points, 33 one in that like range that. um i think he's the leading scorer at all divisions one right. two and three if i'm not mistaken but uh sports illustrated picked up on it and did a nice uh article on him a great article mm -hmm. and they also had a little video out so if you pull his name up on twitter um i'm sure you'll be able to locate that or actually google it but uh hard working kid i mean i remember mm -hmm. him at falmouth uh, he played for Paul Lundberg, and my thought was, when I saw him, I said, he really knows how to play. And then I knew he went on to Gordon and so forth, but what I didn't know was that his work ethic uh, is off the charts. He's mm -hmm. worked extremely hard now for years. It's actually his fifth year in college. I believe he redshirted a year. And, um, you know, he's, he's really changed his body. He's strong. He's athletic. Knows, once again, I mean, he knows how to play, um, and he's a great shooter. Mm -hmm. He's a scorer. He has a scorer's mentality. He's a, he's a scorer. Um, it's terrific. Well, so I, I think that kind of showed right in that uh, Hartford game, which Hartford, I think, is what, Northeast Conference, Division One NCAA? Yes, there's um, tape out there. That actually, probably if you go on YouTube, he scored 42 against Hartford, right. and I actually did see that, and it was incredible. You know, he Double and triple teaming for a Division One opponent. You know, yeah. Your Division Three, uh, maybe an undersized guard right. in some respects. It's like yeah. double teaming uh, Devin Booker in a summer run. You know, <laughs> right. they're like, yeah. what are you doing? Right. But uh, he's a Division One player. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an example of a kid under the radar, worked his tail off, had some innate talent. And as somebody said in the article, some evaluator said, oh, he's a Division One player. But mm -hmm. he's at Gordon and he's averaging 33 and. You know, doing well, and we'll see what, what the future holds. I, I know he has aspirations of trying to play at some level professionally, so we'll see. Well, w like if the work ethic uh, matches up to what you said it is, uh, you know, I, I see him having no issue trying to pick up a job, you know, at the professional level, overseas, and no matter what level it is. But, you know, one thing I just wanted to go back to in the Hartford, we talk, we're talking about this off the air, you know, there's some loophole in the NCAA uh, rule book when you are playing a lower opponent like that the statistics account for the division one team in this case hartford uh but not for the division three team in this case with nichols college right that's who he plays for no gordon gordon excuse me gordon. i'm sorry yeah I'm, I'm blanked so 
the the 42 45 point game doesn't even isn't yeah, even accounted for in his average. I don't understand that. I it really never don't. Maybe because they expect Division three schools to get buried and sure. kids to and 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 have games like that affect the kids' averages. But I I don't understand it. Uh, I didn't even know that until I read the article. I didn't know that. Right. Right. I yeah. I really didn't know that. So. I had no idea either, but if you do want to read a little bit more about uh, Eric, definitely go check out that Sports Illustrated article. A quick uh, Google search will find that for you. Or if you want to hop over to capenews.net, I know at the beginning of the winter season, uh, our family sports reporter, Rich McClone, does a great job of kind of putting together a college notebook of all the oh, locals. Oh, he did. Oh, great. And that was part of his breakout, kind sure. of his lead into the story, um, talking about you know him entering the season and what that – or maybe it was a couple games into that at that point. But definitely uh, had a good little story on him. And I believe the St- South Coast uh, Today Standard Times had a story about him at some point throughout the year sure. as well. Because I'm not exactly sure how, but I believe he does have ties to the Akushnet area in addition to He's Falmouth from Akushnet. Well. Okay. So from I don't Akushnet. know, parents or grandparents or whatever Yeah, the I think his dad was. worked in the Falmouth school, so he, he, That's he right. attended Falmouth. But mm-hmm. he's a Akushnet, and I don't really know Akushnet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just a, a nice, nice little pocket right between Fairhaven and New Bedford. Nice okay. little. Uh, I know when town. I was at Old Rochester, we had a few kids attend from a Kushnut, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever even been through there. But well, you uh, know, maybe it's not too far away from um, uh, the uh, Titleist Company okay. in New Bedford. So if you're ever familiar there and need some golf balls to go pick up, well, you know, I do recall that a Titleist, uh, or there wasn't a Kushnut golf ball at one time. I don't know if that's out there, but so way it's back. a Kushnut Company um, or Titleist Company Footjoy now is bought a Kushnut Company. Okay, so it's all one big conglomerate now. Absolutely. Yeah. If I need golf balls. I'll just you know go to the Ridge Club and walk the woods and try to find six or twelve. Yeah, exactly. Get a little scooper down in the pond. Yeah, that's usually go. how I do it, right? Uh, let's move on to uh, the tournament, right? The uh, the main course, if you will. Here. Absolutely, yep. So we're gonna, we'll start off with uh, girls, and the we'll only do the South region here because that's really our forte. Yes. Uh, South Division One, not many teams from our area, but we'll start uh, at the top. We have Bridgewater Raynham uh, at eighteen and two, uh, second seeded Needham also with a record of eighteen and two. We have third seeded Plymouth North at sixteen and four, and then at the four seed. Uh, Newton South with a record of 15 and five. So there's one team uh, in this. Let's say, what am I looking at here? Uh, 15 team bracket uh, from the area, and that's eight seed to Barnstable with a record of 14 and six. Right. They host Whitman Hansen, also with an identical record of 14 and six, on uh, February 25th at 6:30 for the right to play top seed of Bridgewater Raynham. So this Barnstable team, a little bit of familiarity playing with uh, tight tight games with Falmouth this year. Uh, had a couple of wins against Sandwich. I know they beat uh, New Bedford a couple of times uh, from from the uh, D1 South area. Now, they also lost two tight games with uh, Plymouth North as well. Have you got a chance yeah, to see Barnstable at all? And how do you no, kind of? I see really them? haven't, but um, they were nine and three in the league. I believe they they beat Falmouth. Uh, yeah, I think they might have split. They, beat, yeah. they split with Falmouth. So uh, they're, they're very competitive. Uh, my understanding is they play very hard. They have a couple of good players. Uh, the Is it the Gordine girl? Right, Olivia Gordine, I think yeah. is how you pronounce her last name. Alice, Alice, and there's another girl. Uh, Alice. I'm blanking on that one. Yeah. Like, like I said, I haven't got a chance to see them too much this yeah. year. So o- only through the, the headlines and but, everything. Uh, I'm sure they'll compete with Whitman Hansen. Um, 
The game yeah, is in, the game is in basketball. That will help. Right, and if that's a coin flip situation, you're looking at two teams I, with identical records. You know, Whitman Hanson, I think, comes out of a tough. I think that's. I think this Patri- is a Patriot, Patriot League. Patriot League, yeah. Um, so the, you know, yeah. teams are usually battle tested coming out of that league, and then either way, you're kind of running into a buzzsaw that's Bridgewater Raynham, which you know, is led fine. by sophomore forward uh, Shea Bolin. Sure. Uh, which, which again, you know, like you said, if you're going to go make any sort of run in the South anyway, it looks like you would have to go through Bridgewater Raynham with the way that they're playing this season as it is. So whether it's early or late. It w- would probably happen at some point or another. Right. Now, they're in the Southeast Conference, bridgewater Raynham, and um, – Yeah, so that's uh, Dartmouth, uh, um, what, Durfee, New Bedford, Brockton. Yes, and maybe trying Trotton. to see uh, – did they lose to Nossett? You know, again, uh, you know, the Cape and Islands League, especially that Atlantic League, you're, you're going to be facing some tough teams – uh, you know, so According again, to the schedule I'm looking at, pretty battle uh, test as from well. Keith Pearson, mm-hmm. this shows them losing at Noss at 41 to 55. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Um, I'm just trying to see who they lost to. Uh, they lost to Franklin 41 to 58. Yep. So maybe they. That's interesting. I'll have to check Noss's schedule, but uh, they've lost a couple of games, so you never know. For uh, Bridgewater Rainham, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think they've gone on a good run th- towards the stretch run of the season. And, and if uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Nossett did score a win against them. I think that was a surprise surprise victory. Of course, traveling out to Nossett is no sure. Uh, sure. easy task for any team, especially sure. if you're coming from that far over the bridge as well. Uh, let's move forward to South Division Two. A little bit more teams within our range here. We've got a little bit more uh, local teams in the, in the fold here. Mm-hmm. Top seed Norwood comes in with a record of 19-1. Then you have second seed Foxborough, which I believe is last few years now. They've kind of been on the upper tier. They've been really, really South tough. Yeah. Uh, 18-2 record. Uh, Old Rochester, again, another team that's always in the mix. 18-3 uh, record with a three seed. And four seeded Hangham with a record of 17-3. and three. So let's start with... Yeah, and you have Falmouth as the five seed. Yes, so that's a good place to start right there. With a record of 18-4, and four, they're hosting uh, Somerset Berkeley, the 12th seed, who has a record of 11-7 and seven, on February 26th at 6.30 p.m. at the Antonucci Fieldhouse. Uh, these two teams have not met, but from uh, reading Rich's Twitter, a lot of similarities from the uh, girls' soccer season. A lot of the Thomas sisters, I believe Ariana Sylvia from that family team, they lost to Somerset Berkeley uh, in the girls' soccer tournament this fall. So I'm not sure how many of the oh, Blue Raiders kind of transfer yeah, over there, yeah. but from the Falmouth perspective, you can kind of see yeah, a little bit of a understanding is that game. was – I do – I did referee a couple of the Falmouth soccer g- games the, on the girls' side. Oh, that's um, right, yeah. And my understanding is didn't Falmouth have a good lead in that soccer game and then maybe they were up 2 nothing and lost 3-2? to two? It could have been. Something I think of I that, remember yeah. their season kind yeah. of getting uh, upended unceremoniously. Yeah, I think yeah. that may have happened. But I, I don't see them having a problem in this round. Um, they will probably go and go ahead and win, get the W and, and have to face Hingham. And Hingham has some good players. I am aware of that. And they'd be on the road at Hingham there. At Hingham. Uh, and again, if they were to get out of that bracket – um, possibly moving on to the semifinals, you could see um, Dartmouth or Nosset, which is a nice eight nine matchup. Yeah, with Nosset being fourteen and six, Dartmouth fifteen and five. Yeah, uh, now Nosset to me, Nosset's definitely played the tougher schedule. Uh, Dartmouth sure. is in that Southeast Conference, and I know that New Bedford, Durfee, 
they're not so good this year. Um, well, I know, uh, and I know, Bourne, uh, Division Three team that we'll get to a little bit later, has played them, uh, played Dartmouth twice, and two close games. And now, yeah. now Bourne's a good team, yeah. but uh, coming into it, you know, I know talking to head coach Craig Davidson that he was saying this is a legit team that we're we're playing here. So even if a close loss, you know, that's kind of like a moral victory sort of sure. thing. And they they played them kind of tight. So. That would go, yeah. I mean, I like Nosset to beat Dartmouth, even though it's at Dartmouth. It's a big, big gym, mm-hmm. uh, 94-foot court. I do like Nosset. I think they're tested. They have kids now who've been playing, you know, going back uh, to when Noopy was coaching. They have some holdover kids that are battle-tested. I think they'll be And fine. a lot of size, too, which you don't get a lot right. uh, on the right. girls' game like that. I mean, and their ability to knock right. down shots inside, outside. I saw them play against Sandwich earlier this year where, actually, at one point, Sandwich had like a 25-point second quarter. They really just kind of really exploded but through those other three quarters the ability to knock down shots to deny people you know uh, uh good looks down in their paint with their size limiting right. second chance opportunities yeah. Skylar Sanderson's a, you know really really tough inside um, right. and John does a good job coaching so I think they'll be okay uh which means they would have to go and play Norwood at 19 and 1 Right, uh, the one seed and then you know on the other side of the bracket Foxborough's 18 and 2 this is a tough tough this is a tough bracket, this girls' South Division too. I mean, Foxborough's really tough. They've had tremendous success. Right. Old Rochester, the three seed, uh, they'll play Canton, Hockamock School. Canton, Old Rochester, they have they have thoughts of winning a state title this year. They think they're that good. Oh, yeah, and I know, again, to, to kind of uh, use a measuring stick of the Bourne girls, you know, they had come in with 11-game winning streak playing Old Rochester. Now they go on the road to Old Rochester – and they pretty much get doubled up by the Bulldogs, sure. you know, snapping the, that 11-game win streak. I think it, they had maybe 12 points by halftime. You know, it was uh, one of those type of a really defensively-minded, methodical sure. games. And I even look back. I want to say it was last year, uh, Old Rochester and Falmouth playing uh, against one another in Falmouth. I was at that and, game. And that was a, a hell of a game. I was at that game. That was a great game. Um, I, I want to say it was an overtime game, if I'm Could not have mistaken. Been. Old or, Rochester or last pulled it second out. type of game. Um, yeah. But again, a real kind of tooth and nail game. So I think you look at Falmouth. I'm sure they probably want that that uh, you know, rematch, a chance to kind of uh, even the score, so to speak. Ooh, now this is interesting. But you two- avoid them on either either side of the bracket, which might be favorable. You know, you don't get that ORR Falmouth matchup until the finals. Yes. Now, well, what's interesting is Old Rochester. I wanted to see who they lost to. They played at Foxborough on February 18th, mm-hmm. so that was Tuesday night. They okay. went to Foxborough. They lost 26 to 34. So oh, if they geez. should meet them. <laughs> Uh, in the semis, uh, at a neutral site, um, that could make a difference, you know. Right. They lost at Falmouth this year, 47-53. to 53. Um, So that's two of their losses. So I, that's south. Now, this goes back to talking about the tournament and how the format hopefully is going to change mm-hmm. in, I'm two years, yeah. in two years. Next year, they're expecting to keep, you know, the – four sectional tournaments the same, but Max Preps is going to do the seeding. Right. And the year after, it's going to be a totally statewide tournament with 32 teams qualifying and then some other teams playing in. But you would never have all these matchups in the right. first or second round with the true statewide Power tournament. Seeding. right. Uh, it wouldn't happen. You know, in those pods of eight teams, you know, your Falmouths, your Foxboroughs, your Old Rochesters, your Norwoods, your Hingham's would be a one or two or three seed statewide, you know. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, and, and then, again, the opportunity so for those teams to kind of reward the successful season that they had. Maybe you get an easier matchup, uh, kind of right. kind of advancing their season a little bit further. Uh, so with South Division Two, before we move forward, give me your uh, favorite. Man, I'd be guessing. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. It's kind of I'm a, going a to go with uh, – I'm going to pick old Rochester. Yep. I think they really have designs on winning the whole thing. He, he, they did win it back in the late 90s, and I was employed there, so I'll, I'll go with old Rochester. Okay, all right. And then uh, that's no knock on, uh, you know, Falmouth and uh, the local Norwood squad here because they're very good, yeah. and they, they have certainly a capable. But if you're going to make me make a selection, I'll go with OR. Yeah, you know, I was kind of leaning towards old Rochester as well just because it's kind of like the en enemy I know is uh, better than the enemy that I don't know, sure. you know, sort of sure. thing. Uh, so I haven't got a chance to see the Norwoods and the Foxboroughs of the world, but as we were saying, I think Foxboroughs done a good job of kind of uh, maintaining over They've the last dominated, couple of years. They've dominated, yeah. Uh, but, okay, so who is uh, your dark horse? The dark horse there? Yes. I'm going to go with um, Nosset. I think Nosset's overlooked a little bit. I'm going to go with Nosset. Yeah, I mean, I, out I, of the I weeds, don't want the nine spot. I really want to get as many teams mentioned here as possible, and I, so I hate okay. to agree with you on that. But I, you know, that's the first matchup that I saw. It was like nine seed, you know, a team again, size, battle tested, uh, pretty senior laden uh, or, or veteran experience, even if they're on the younger mm -hmm. side, if that's mm -hmm. the case. Uh, so I, I, I really like Nosset out of there, uh, from the nine seed as could could potentially make a run. Um, and then and then first round matchup, I'm staying right there as well. You know, best first round matchup, that eight nine matchup in Dartmouth, uh, Dartmouth Nosset. I think that should be a fun game. Absolutely, yeah, that should be good. That's a good place to play too. That should be a lot of fun up there. All right, so let's move. Uh, turn the page. Girls Division Three. Girls South Division Three. Okay, so we have uh, the Norwell Clippers, I believe, uh, with the number one overall seed. Uh, Rockland Bulldogs coming at number two. Uh, Middleborough, the Satrums uh, are the third seed, and the Bourne Canalmen, fourth seeded, uh, three-time SCC gold champions, mm -hmm. uh, come into the fourth seed with a record of fourteen and six. And and they play another SCC team. They play Seaconk, which is yeah. interesting. You said they've beat Seaconk twice this year. Yes, yeah, so they uh, they scored a forty-six forty-two win at Seaconk on January seventh, and then followed that up with a ten-point fifty-five forty-five win. Uh, in Bourne on February 4th. Okay, now you know if Seekonk is a decent team, they're 10 and 10. They play in the large division. Uh, small. They're, they're in the small they as well. They are in the small. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, you know it's hard to beat, it, beat a beat a The old team adage, right? Times. Yeah, three yeah. times in a row. And again, these, you know, the 10-point game, um, I think I was at that one at home. That was a, a very tightly played game, and Bourne has a tendency to do this. They come out. Uh, on a on a big run to start the game, and they kind of ride that cushion early and mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. play evenly with the team next to them. Yeah, usually in the third quarter, that that team will go on a run, uh, make it close, and then you know I, I really love um, the shooters on this Bourne team. You know, you look at Haley McCarthy as a freshman; she all she does is dial it up from long distance. She usually has really? three, four three pointers in a game. She's definitely going to be uh, the point guard of the future once Kaya Fernandez graduates this year. Uh, and then sophomore Nora Bamarshi, again another a oh. sharpshooter, real lanky kind of. She kind of looks like a, a like a little little lamb out there. She's so her brother, long. you know, I know Born now. The Born boys right. didn't make the tournament, but her brother's a good player. Steve yeah. Bamarshi, you know, kudos to Born and Scotty Ashworth. Uh, 
Cam Dunbury had a nice season. Oh, sure. Uh, they had a nice group of boys. They didn't make the tournament, but I did see them play two or three times, and they, they battled. They were they fun battled. to watch. And Steve is a heck of a player, really good shooter. Yeah. I might say Nora is a better shooter than wow, Steve is. Wow, that's she, saying something. She is a really good spot of really? shooter. And she's not a, a she's small little frame, but she will uh, cut to the rack and uh, absorb contact and get to the free throw line. Okay. Um, so I really liked uh, the way that her now, games developed. Now, is the point guard, she's still there. Is it Kayla? Uh, Kaya, yeah. Kaya, Kaya Fernandez. Fernandez uh, yeah. Who uh, just controls, the, controls and dominates the game on both ends of the floor. Uh, has a really good feel for running this uh, this new kind of running gun offense on, under Craig Davidson. I see. Okay. Because uh, uh, if you remember from a few years ago, they had Emma Fenton and a lot right, of size, right. and they really played a that half court. That was just last year with Emma Fenton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Kaya. She's she's been a starter. I think since she was a freshman. She's good. Yeah. And yeah, and I think legit. you look at you know the the lineup that they kind of deploy um, is almost like a college lineup where you have four guards and a stretch four kind of sure. at the forward position with Brooke McCallum. So she brings that size and that rebounding mentality, but she can also pull it outside if they want to do a kind of like a five out formation. Yep. Um, so I, I really like them. Maybe you can tell by me uh, kind of going on about them a little bit, but um, you know, what are some matchups uh, before? Yeah. So we'll talk about Bourne, uh, the other team, in the D three South, uh, the Sandwich Blue Knights, 12 and 6, going to be hosting. Sandwich is the six seed playing Dedham. I did yeah. a little bit of research on Dedham, and um, uh, they were 8 and 8 in their league, which is the Tri-Valley. Right. And their four non-league wins were against pretty soft opponents. So I, I, I'm kind of thinking that Sandwich is going to have the upper hand. Dedham in the small division was overall uh, – Eight, they were 8-8 eight and eight in the small right. school division. And that's tough. I mean, Medway, Millis, those are strong teams. Uh, but outside, I mean, they played uh, some weak teams. So I think Coyle and Cassidy's dropped way off, haven't they? I believe so. They beat them a couple times. Uh, they played Norfolk Aggie. They you played know, Cash Charter School. I mean, this is another situation where – The power seeding, right? Th the max preps – power seedings, mm -hmm. that algorithm will hold true. And instead of trying to pad your schedule and, and pick up three or four non-league games that you can definitely win, you, you'd be better off to play up. And, you know, one thing I don't think you can underestimate is a team coming down over the bridge, like we were talking about with Nosset a little bit earlier. But when you have these teams, you know, just south of Boston traveling 45 minutes, an hour after a long school day, uh, then expected to kind of get up all their uh, energy for a playoff game yeah. while – you know, sandwiches, cool, calm, relaxed, uh, in theory, uh, you know, waiting for everybody to come to them. I think that's definitely a huge advantage. But, you know, a little yeah. bit surprising on this sandwich team. You know, they had some uh, exclusion games, so that record isn't exactly right. right. Um, I think you know, they official. excluded four, four games that they lost. But, right. But I like sandwich. Uh, they seem to be playing pretty well right now. I like sandwich. Uh, They're a good, good cohesive unit, I feel yeah, like. I like you sandwich know. to take that game and then. They would play the winner of Middleborough, uh, Middleborough or Pontiquit. So depending on who wins, they could have another home game. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, discount a Pontiquit who comes no. in with a record of nine and nine. I know, right. um, having watched, I, I'm not exactly sure what their roster consists of, but I know over the last few years they've been one of the higher teams in this tournament. And I know, uh, you know, Bournes played them twice, you know, sometimes three times, uh, you know, in a year. I think they met in the playoffs for a couple of years. And again, that, that's a uh, usually a really smart team. I believe it's uh, Zane uh, Zane Fife, I think, is the head coach, or maybe it's Trevor Gagne. I, I'm uh, 
I'm blanking on the head I think coach. It's name. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. And he uh, he usually has them ready. But, you know, the, what I really loved about this sandwich team this year is, again, a, a team that's kind of uh, where the sum is greater than the parts right right here. I think they play really well together. I love the emergence of Sierra Brigham uh, in that backcourt mm-hmm. alongside, uh, you know, Victoria McGittigan, who yep. is yep. a real kind of uh, yeah. bulldog in the defensive end of the yeah, court. She's a good all around player. I mean, I remember her having good vision. She looks to pass. She makes other people better. So. So, um, yeah. And and I think Sierra, you know, I think you could speak to her a little bit, but she seems really comfortable handling the ball. Yeah. Really poised, really calm. No, she's Um, a veteran. She's a sophomore, but she's been playing varsity since eighth grade. She's a veteran and she plays a ton of AAU. So she's uh, really knocking off those uh, 10,000 hours. She's she's not afraid to fire either. Now I'm looking at Middleborough. They have some pretty good wins here. They've got, um, they beat Rockland by two. Right. Yeah. That's the two Uh, seed. They lost at Norwell, but um, they've got some some quality wins. So uh, they've turned it around. A few years ago, they were in rough shape, but uh, I mm-hmm. guess I, they've made a big turnaround. They beat Abington. Uh, they beat Mashby at Mashby by 16. At Rockland, they lost by 10. So they seem to be um, legit. Yeah, legit. yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and just to finish up on sandwich, you know, I think I think Sarah Lutzik has done yeah, a tr- Sarah's tremendous good job on the block. Yeah, she's yeah, a good I love athlete. her ferociousness really uh, down there. The Condon girls, another good rebounder. Right, Condon, Sadie Hunt. I like how they can, uh, you know, they're, yeah, they're big size. forwards who can kind of stretch it out. You know, and s- especially Sadie, who's not afraid to, uh, you know, shoot and knock down three pointers. And then you know, just that that collective defensive minded approach uh, that they've had over the last couple of games. I think they ended the year winning four or five, three or four. Yeah, yeah. Something to that that effect, uh, so they seem to be gelling at the right time. And you know, for what it's worth, knocked off the top seed in Division Four South uh, in in uh, St. John Paul at home in, in their regular season right, finale. Right. And I, I, no, I think it was game. at St. John. I think yeah. it was at oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. home game for St. John Paul. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. No, I like Sandwich to uh, to move on. And um, who knows if Aponiquit knocks off Middleborough, they may get another home game, which would be nice. Right. Yeah. So definitely uh, rooting for the Lakers there. So just like we did in the South Division Two. Uh, give me a uh, favorite dark horse and uh, best first round matchup. Oh golly, I don't, I don't really. I feel like um, you know who was it? Who's on with Skip Bayless? Sh- uh, Sharp. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like a guy that's just kind of BSing here, but um, that's what half this I, job is. I've I, been the BSing best first round matchup, matchup, I think is. I'm going to just stay local with Bourne Seekonk because third time around they division have to rivals. beat them for third time. Yeah. You know, and as a coach, when you've got you, you, your kids, when your kids get beat twice by a team, they really listen to you because they mm-hmm. know to have a shot and they have to follow the game plan and the instructions. And on the Bourne side of it, it's like, well, we've beaten them twice. You know, no matter how much the coach is saying this, you know, you you have to understand what's going on here. It's like, well, we've beaten them twice, you know. They don't, and then all right. of a sudden, it's a game. Your head with is two kind minutes of a left, bigger, right? And uh, you know, if Seekonk feels like they have a shot, watch out, right? So absolutely. I like that as the best first round matchup. Uh, how about a uh, a dark horse coming out of the south? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I like uh, I like Bourne as a, as a dark horse. Oh, you do? Yeah, I think they could. Um, I don't know much about the Burke Ursline matchup. Uh, you know, what depending on what happens there. Either way, they're you know they're guaranteed at least two home games if they yeah. uh, take care of business against yeah. Seekonk. So I, I like that aspect again of having 
uh, you know, just south of Boston team having to come down to the Cape um, after a full day of school. You know, I kind of like that. If they can get a little bit of help from Norwell, which I understand has won, like, the last two or three uh, sandwich holiday tournaments that they usually host. Oh, right, uh, right, Krista right. Vieri, I believe, Actually, is a name that comes aligned. So, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll am gonna i go Chalk as my favorite there. Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll go with – I'll say uh, – you want me to pick a winner? Yeah, pick I'm a winner. i go Chalk. I'll say Norwell. Yeah, can't can't go wrong with, I think the, with they the one have, seed they've there, played right? down, Yeah, I think Norwell. Okay. okay. They do have a background here. Let's uh, – Let's move forward. We don't have much like uh, South Division uh, 1, South Division 4, not a whole lot of teams uh, within or actually a good amount of teams, I should be honest, but not a lot that I'm familiar with. So we have the 19-1 St. John Paul Lions, which, again, I think some exclusion games in, involved in there. Uh, you know, they are had the first round by very interesting matchup potentially between uh, in the preliminary round between Falmouth Academy and Nantucket, two Cape and Islands lighthouse uh, rivals. Mm-hmm. The winner of that game goes on to play St. John Paul. If it's chalk, you have a nice local uh, storyline of Gus Adams, who is the head coach of St. John Paul, right, uh, right. going back to his old team at Falmouth Academy, potentially. So that's, oh, that's, a, that's a nice yeah, uh, that's little storyline there. Um, and again, St. John Paul, Skylar Gonzalez, who was a Falmouth. I believe she's a junior now. Uh, forward center, really uh, – Really good handle for for a big you know tall girl tall forward like yeah, that. Yeah, no, she she and was can rebound she, and block and she played two years at Falmouth, so she she's got some games right. under her belt. She's pretty good. I really you know I'll get I'll cut right to the chase. I'll say the best first round matchup is the sixteen seventeen Falmouth Academy Nantucket. Yep, uh, that's at Falmouth Academy. That should be a lot of fun. And then the winner would play St. John Paul. So um, that's interesting. So an, a nice all-local uh, Cape and Islands uh, Lighthouse League, a uh, little, yeah. little bracket on the top end there. Then you have Westport, 18-2, uh, is the second seed. I believe they, they narrowly beat Bourne. I think they spoiled uh, Bourne senior night. Um, so I know, I think it's it's Ponty, uh, Mike Ponty, or Mike Pont is the uh, head coach over there. Yeah, so Westport, he's been there a long time. Yeah, he does a good job over yeah. there for sure. Um, and then kind of a third seed, this, yeah, I don't even want to say this could be my favorite and my dark horse here, uh, Cathedral at 13-2, and two, getting the third seed. They have perennially dominated this bracket for uh, a decade maybe. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, but I, it feels like that. Um, but Cathedral, I always look at them as some of the better teams uh, in the area. And another team, actually, you want to talk about you know, a team that can uh, maybe as a dark horse is Blue Hills. Uh, they have a really good point guard. I saw them play against Upper Cape a couple really? times. Really? And it's it's such a mismatch that they usually don't play their starters or not big minutes against Upper Cape. Really? Uh, but they could turn it on. They, they really like to run. They really like to shoot. It's a, uh, a, v- a very uh, aesthetically pleasing game to watch when they're playing well. Well, I'll give you my pick to win it all in South D4. Okay. To win it and their dark horse, Carver. Really, at the five, so we're going head to head right there in the yeah, first I round. Mean, Carver, that program has been on the upswing for a few years now. Mm-hmm. I think the same coach is there. A guy, first name is Mike, last name is him. It, um, it that eludes me, but uh, yeah, they've got a pretty good schedule. They've got some good wins. Yeah, and we're back. Now we just wrapped up the girls' brackets. Uh, now we're going to dive headfirst into the boys' brackets, and where there are no. Uh, local entries in the D1 South uh, Boys Tournament. We're going to skip over that. We're going to leave that to the big wigs over at the Herald and the uh, Boston Globe. They can handle all that stuff. We're going to dive uh, first into the South Division Two bracket, where at the very top of the list is 
a team that we're both pretty uh, familiar with, I would say, the Dennis Yarmouth Dolphins. The record are 22, uh, 20 and 2, excuse me. And looks like they won uh, a couple of tiebreakers because I know Whitman Hansen was highly regarded uh, coming out of South Division 2. They get the three seed with an identical record. And Westwood uh, also has an identical record. They get the two seed, rounding out those top four spots. Is Situate uh, also with two losses, but yeah. coming with a record of 18 and 2. Uh, pretty loaded field, it seems like here. This is another. This is a tough division. Um, now, now this goes back to the point about the statewide tournament, right? And going to the max preps and really trying to evaluate the better teams because if if you are to win Division Two South, you have to win five games, maybe six if you're a, a playing team like a Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. So you have to win five games. Now, if you're in Central Mass, there's only eight teams that qualify in Division Two boys. They have to win three to get to a state semifinal. Right. So that's that's at the crux of the whole thing. And really and is. what and what's the level of uh, competition in those games that you're playing uh, in? You, you I'll know tell what I mean? you in comparison. This, I will tell you this. Uh, there's a team in Central Mass. Now I, I'm not sure if they're two or three. I'm going to take a quick look. Central. See, there's eight teams. It's ridiculous. Right. Uh, but there's a team in Central Mass Division Three that could win it all, Bartlett. They have a really good chance to win the, okay. whole, the state title. But anyway, I digress. We'll go back to two. South well, yes, yeah, so we'll start with uh, with the Dolphins again. Record of 22, uh, 20 and 2. I keep screwing <coughs> that up there. So they get the preliminary round by and await the winner between 16th-seeded Milton and 17th-seeded Nossett. That's interesting. Um I think Nosset is better than their record of 11 and 9. Yep. I did see Milton play last year. <coughs> Uh, in the Silver Lake tournament, I mean, that's a year old, but uh, they're okay. I think uh, what's really interesting is if Nosset can go up to Milton and get a W, they have a real shot with Dennis Yarmouth. That's not your typical 117 matchup. No, in the I was rounds. at the game, the right. Nosset game, uh, that was at Dennis Yarmouth. That came down to the final possession. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nosset had the ball, seven seconds left. They were down two. They had a chance to either tie it or win it. It didn't happen, but, I mean, that's a tight call. Yeah, uh, and you look at some, you know, again, teams that are very familiar with one another. We were talking about this off-air, kind of, uh, you know, how much of a, a – how fun it's been to watch Bobby Joy play, uh, you know, on the hardware over these last three or four years or however long, you know, he's been a varsity player. He seems to have a really strong handle and control of the game. But with the ball in his hands, I think you have to um, – you know, give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to make the right play and the right call uh, more often than not. Yeah, there. You, you have to respect that. And they have that uh, kid, Liam, who can shoot O'Hara, the lights right. out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, D.Y. has good players with Connor Campbell and uh, uh, Stowe and uh, uh, Jake Phillips, Phillips yeah, and, and yeah, Kyle Ruggieri. Team. I yeah. mean, and they've, they're getting it done. I mean, they're winning games. In the beginning, when we first had this podcast back in December, I felt like uh, – D.Y. was a step ahead of everybody, and it's turned out to be true. Probably, I mean, I wouldn't have well, predi- I mean, predicted them to be 20-2, and two, I can tell you that. You add Connor Campbell to a team that's already yeah. three or four players, you know, star players kind yeah. of deep, uh, and that's like Kawhi Leonard on the Clippers sort of thing, kind of uh, acquisition type, you know, like h- how that happens. And he's been, um, you know, I feel like a, a really good, a good solid addition to he's that, that D.Y. You know, team. I've seen them play a few times, and the coach, Dante, has uh, – he's gone kind of deep on the bench. He's going eight or nine deep. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's not afraid to send, you know, to send in some fresh legs. Uh, so 
No, they seem to play smart with one another. You know, they they seemed also to be involved into a, a lot of tight games, and they've been able to come out on the right side of that a couple of times. Hey, now we're looking. Um, do we have a uh, a correction here in South too? It's possible. What uh, what are you seeing online? I'm looking at the MIAA website. I'm. Oh no no no, that's right, Milton Nosset. And then after that, it's Randolph Bishop Fian, and that's right. that could be challenging. So there's no easy way. There's no easy way in this Division Two no, South and, I mean, and, Situate's and, tough. And even just going down the list, I mean, you have, uh, excuse me, Tech Boston as a 10 seed with a record of 13-7. You know, they're regarded as one of the best seeds. I, I, if you follow the Boston Herald, uh, North-South rankings right. that they would do every week, they're regularly one of the top teams in the South. Uh, I believe they were a state finalist, a South sectional finalist uh, last year. So, you know, I don't know what, what – you know, graduation did to them in that time, yeah. but um, I'd have to imagine that team uh, coming out of, uh, I believe, yeah. the Boston I mean, City League. Right. Uh, you don't know what out. you're going to get. You know, they play New Mission. Again, so, another so Boston New City Mission, League, Tech right? Boston, you don't know what you're going to get. That you might really be the don't. best matchup. I, I think that those are two league rivals, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. two, two Boston City League teams. And it's almost uh, a tough. shame that they have to uh, kind of cannibalize each other in a certain sense. Yeah, no, this is tough. I mean, Westwood's good. You know, Whitman Hansen's terrific. I mean, this is a tough, tough. Situate's very good. Uh, this Division Two South boys, wow! Whoever comes out of this is going to be uh, yeah. And I even look at up. a six seed like Dighton Rehoboth as a team. You know, we talk about the SEC a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, Bill Bill Cuthbertson, Cuthbertson, mm-hmm. in my oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, hard nosed, defensive minded, yeah. old school coach who's going to play. You know, has no problem kind of getting in a rock fight of a game. You know, they have Shane Mello, who's I. You know, I feel like he's kind of like the Perry Ellis of uh, mm-hmm. Dighton Rehoboth. I feel like he's been playing for like six years on that team. I know that's not a shot at him or anything, but I feel like I've seen right. that name a lot over the years. Um, and he's he's done a good job for them. I think he's their leading scorer. They also have another guy. Um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. He's really long and lanky. John Marseal. That, okay. That's his name. Okay. Uh, really smooth stroke, really good outside s- a shooter, can rebound. You know, Like I said, he has that kind of uh, long limbs to him. Right. Um, kind of wiry type of player. but uh, So that, that's kind of a nice two-one-two one, yeah. two score. I think they'll punch. get by North Quincy. Uh, but, you know, then to get by Whitman Hansen, that will right. be really, really tough. I mean, Somerset, Berkeley, Dartmouth, there's not a lot there. Whitman Hansen should coast. So it could be DR and Whitman Hansen. In the quarterfinals, but I mean, I like Whitman Hansen there. Sure, yeah. Um, on the other side, I mean, I've seen Hingham. I watched Hingham play, and I left the gym. I, I didn't know who their best player was. You know, I was kind of disappointed in Hingham, um, but they're a five seed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen. And there. they've S- been highly S- rated throughout the course of the year yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I don't see it from part. what I saw. Unless sure. I always saw them on a bad night. But, I mean, I think I like Situate to come out of that quadrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the D, you know. I mean, you have to favor D.Y. I think the semifinals could be D.Y., Situate, uh, Westwood, and Whitman Hanson. I'm kind of going you with just the go chalk all there. chalk there. But, yeah, you, you know, they all chalk. come in with two losses. I think they've earned that right to kind of, uh, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, get that no kind doubt. of No doubt. D.Y. played a good schedule. Yeah, they yeah, left, absolutely. They went off Cape or whatever. They had people come from off Cape. So, yeah, and I think that's th- just brutal. That's Division Two South boys. Boy, if you win that. Yeah, something you, you to be proud be some of. of the favorite, right? Absolutely. So that's just another, another feather in the cap of having a a, a full statewide tournament. Because so these teams, if you had four four eight team pods, those four teams would be you know one two three seeds in your eighteen pods, and, and they're they not they meet each chance. other till the right. end, right? Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you any uh, you got a favorite matchup you want to want to choose from here? Because I think I'm going to go with the new Mission Tech Boston seven ten matchup. Uh, a couple um, of city teams. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nosset Milton because uh, I think if Nosset, I think that's a, they're both eleven and nine. If Nosset can make the trip to Milton and get a W. That's a really interesting 17-1 game with D.Y. They have yeah. the capability of going in there. They they know they've, they've played them tight twice, mm-hmm. and they have the horses. You have a kid like Bobby Joy. I know D.Y. has depth, but, uh, you know, once again, it's hard to beat a good team three times. Right, absolutely. I get, so yeah. I like that as a first-round matchup, that 16-17 game. The, the one thing, I, I like Nosset in that game, too. Again, the travel going up to Milton from Nosset, uh, that's a hell of a trip. Uh, you know, you hope well, they're they going to drive not. halfway and stay over and then oh, finish yeah, it out the next right. day, right? Yeah. I mean, they're Hopping exempt from school. Yeah. yeah, that's not an issue. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move over to the uh, D3 South uh, bracket for the boys' basketball region. Uh, Rockland, it uh, looks like they have a pretty good athletic program this year. You know, I know they're really good in football, girls' basketball yeah, we already mentioned, a, and then they got the top seed here. They have uh, a D3 really South. good history. They've won state championships. They have a really good basketball history in Rockland. Yeah, my aunt actually was a forward for the Bulldogs oh, really? uh, way back when. Yes. Really? Yeah, so uh, shout-out to, to Linda Regan. Yeah, yeah shout-out. We like that. Shout-out. Yeah. So uh, the Bulldogs come in with a record of 18-2. and two. Uh, Wareham Vikings are the second seed. Uh, they have a record of 18-4. and four. The Monomoy Sharks are the three seed at 16-4. and four, And the Norton Lancers, I believe, uh, are the four seed at 16-4. and four. That's where we're going to start this conversation, the 4-13 matchup, where you have Sandwich coming in with a record of 9-9. Nine and nine. I think 10-9 and nine is their official record. but uh, Well, they exclusion excluded the Dartmouth game, so they're 9-9. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. Uh, so they come in there, and that they play on February 26th at 6-30 in Norton. Uh, not your typical 9-9 team for the Blue Knights. I think they've been uh, streaky at times. They're definitely on the younger side. Uh, but when they have been able to play um, to their full potential, you know, I think I think you look at that Modern Boy game that we were at uh, at home, you know, that's yeah. probably the pinnacle yeah. of where they can yeah. play. Uh, and they just really ran that Modern Boy team off the floor. Um, right. You know, I think the conversation kind of starts and ends with Chris Cronin and how he's able to – not only establish himself, but establish his teammates along the way and kind of get them get growing in confidence. You know, Sandwich, nothing has been easy for Sandwich all year. It's been a battle. It really right. has been. I know we had our first podcast in December. Um, <clears throat> they had gotten off to a rocky start. They started off 0-3. And, and how many then of those Then they won like at Dartmouth in two overtimes, right. a game that was excluded. So they're basically 0-3 and, <clears throat> and need to win nine of the next 15 games. And they did it. Mm-hmm. And they had um, – they had some really good wins down the stretch, you know. They, uh, they, um, and how did, many of their losses did. were by, you know, a couple of possessions sure. late? I think of Nasset, I think of Barnstable, I think of D.Y., I, their first I mean, game against D.Y. They swept both Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard, which was no easy feat because right. they had to go there and win and obviously win at home. They bounced back against Monomoy and won. They won their last game in the consolation of that tournament in Abington. Down at half, I think. And right, I yeah. think even down in the third or fourth quarter and came back and won it. So there's some good, gutty, tough kids on that team. They've hung in there. Um, I think, uh, you know, Chris Chris is the main guy there. I mean, he can get it done. When he makes his mind up to go to the hoop, watch right. out. And he can stroke it from the outside. He, J.P. Downs has had a really good year. Yeah, he's he has. had some games with five and six triples. 
good floor leader. You know, I think I think Sean Lansing is another guy who's emerged late now, down I the stretch. I didn't really here. know him as a player, but he's had a hell of a year. He's he been really consistent has, yeah. as a sophomore. He's really had a hell of a year. And uh, you know, Will Will Harmon. Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's had a nice I think story. He had one twenty four point game this year. Like he who's Will really Harmon. Huge. Now I train a bunch of those guys, and Will is a guy who just came in. You know, for the last couple of summers, under the radar, mm-hmm. worked hard. And he actually, I didn't realize this until I saw them play, but he was named a captain this year. Right, yeah. And he's been starting, and he had a 24-point game against Barnstable. That's right, Barnstable, You know, yeah. it's one of that those nights. That was the 100-point game, yeah. It's one of those nights where everything goes right. You know, mm-hmm. you, you golf a little bit, right? Sure, yeah. So, so I mean, we were all sort I don't of have hackers. Those days, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all sort of hackers. But every once in a while, you go out, and all of a sudden, after six or seven holes, you go, hey, I'm one over. This is pretty good. Right. So I think that was a Will Harmon night you know he had a night that he, he can remember the for the rest of his life and tell his kids and his grandkids he dropped 24 on Barnstable I mean, yeah it was that's pretty good and, and how many guys score 24 in a high school game there were very there aren't many and in a game where they score 100 points as a team which uh yeah. comes even you know fewer and far between I think at that point you know I think I really liked it like you said Will uh Will Harmon I think you know Jack Mandy has provided uh nice yeah, points Mandy nice presence done pretty uh, well. you know down in the paint <clears throat> Timmy Bengston off the bench as yeah. a freshman's done a nice job. My understanding is that Colby Layton started uh, the game they had to win mm-hmm. in the Abington tournament, tournament over Plymouth South, and he had a good game. So when he's in there, they're pretty athletic. He's uh, an X factor for me. I, I yeah. really like what he does. You know, he doesn't show up a lot in the uh, you know stat book with the points as far as points go. But what he's able to do yeah. at no, uh, high shifting energy. defenses, deflecting shots, redirecting shots. I I love his. You know, kind of as an X factor for yeah, this team. He's high energy. He's athletic, and you know, Sandwich like Dy, they go eight or nine deep. And I know they've they've tried to rest Chris and JP a little bit here and there because mm-hmm. it's tough. Chris has a motor, and for him to go thirty two minutes, it's it's tough. You know, so yeah, uh, it's good those guys get a little bit of rest. They have some depth on the bench. So I, I like them a lot. You know, just to finish up on Leighton, too, I just, you know, I, I love his energy. Um, he just has to harness that. You know, when he gets into foul trouble, I think that hurts them a little bit because uh, he can pick up, you know, a couple, two or three with with his aggressive nature and kind of in a heartbeat. And then suddenly you lose him for a half or a quarter or whatever right. the case is. And, right. you, and you want that presence definitely out, out on the court. Um, so if they are able to get by Norton, who, again, four seed, 16 and four, they have a potentially uh, favorable matchup uh, in that quarterfinal round with a Fairhaven team, assuming they win their their twelve five matchup as the five seed. So Fairhaven, we were talking about this. I think Jason Antonio is the head coach there, um, who was a, a pretty pretty good player in his own right at the yeah, time. Yeah, I saw that play against Bourne, and like you were saying off the air, that the sum, you know, some of the parts. Well, yeah, sums greater than the parts. The sum is greater hey, than the parts. You know how long Thank that's you. taken me to get that phrase down? I've some, practiced hey, that so many times. The coach did a good job. Yeah. They did a great job as a team. They blocked out. They, they really did a good job on Dunbury. I didn't think they're all that talented individually, but mm-hmm. as a team, they did they a nice job. Well. I think they started off really hot and maybe dropped off a little bit. People yeah, because I know they, they really uh, – I think they were one of the first teams to beat Wareham uh, you know, in the season, so I think that was definitely big. And, again – you talk about being able to handle Cam Dunbury. I know th- they're not in here. Uh, we talked about the SEC being kind of cannibalistic this year in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, I think you look at Bourne, regardless of their record, you know, had they gotten in uh, with the Sullivan rule or as a second-place pr- finisher in the uh, South Coast Conference gold, 
that's a team no one wanted to face. And I think you even saw that last year in that double overtime preliminary round game uh, in Monomoy, which was, you know, an instant classic as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, you know, we, you add a game-changing presence like a 6-9 Dumberry, and suddenly you throw sure. the record out. You don't care anymore right. because who can right. match up with them? Right. Uh, so, I, I so, think so Norton now, they're 16-4, and 13-3 right. and three in the league. They're in the Tri-Valley League. Norton again, so, another another tough league, right? Yeah, that is that's a tough league. Uh, Norton, let me just scroll down here. Uh, now they beat Seekonk 58-43 at Old Rochester. They lost forty-seven to sixty-three. So that to me, right? And I mean, Old Rochester is a good team, but they're a little bit down. I've this seen year. them play; they're solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me, you know, the home away thing is a factor. Um, now at home they beat Old Rochester sixty-one to forty-five. So okay, uh, yeah. I mean Norton, the sandwiches is the underdog here. Yeah, decidedly. No question. I think. Yeah, but I think if you can catch them sleeping, you know, maybe the, I believe the uh, my, my they have to play a near perfect game. I right. mean, they have to hit their outside shots, not foul, um, defend well, and not turn the ball over. That's yeah. what they're going to ha- they're going to have to play their best game of the year if they're going to have a chance against uh, Norton. Now, on the other side of the bracket where uh Wareham's the 2 seed, you skip down to the 3 seed Monomoy uh against the aforementioned Bulldogs of Old Rochester. That's uh, going to be a pretty great good matchup, I think. That's at Monomoy and you know, I work with a lot of those kids. Now, those kids they've had some tremendous wins. I mean, they're 16 and 4. Mhm. So they went to Nosset, beat Nosset. Yep. They they beat Sandwich at home. Um, they beat D.Y. Right. They have yeah. a win over D.Y. That was early, too, in the year, I think, too, right? N- so uh, I'm not really sure. But in the matchups, they got popped pretty good by D.Y., Nosset, mm-hmm. Sandwich in the, in the matchup. But still, those were great wins. I think their other loss of the four losses, uh, they split with uh, Cape Cod Academy. Right. So Montemoy Old Rochester, that's going to be a really good game. Two good coaches, Keith Arnold, Steve Cavallo. Old Rochester has some talent. Yeah, they have a they big hulking the kid. Right. They have the kid Luke uh, Burke, who transferred in from a military academy. Mm-hmm. They have the quarterback on the on the quarterback on uh, the uh, Thomas, football yeah. team. It's like a, the two guard. They have a good point guard. That's going to be a really good game. That's two twenty six. Right. Yeah. So that's a that's conflict a with um, with sandwich. So yeah, I hate to say it. I think I'll be going to Monomoy. That's a closer um, drive for you. I'm going with the bridge. Yeah. Why don't you go to Norton? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why don't you go? You well, you. I, I might have to hire well, you here. You actually. Yeah. What, what are you doing this week? Why don't we talk off the air here? <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll figure something out. So but anyway, I think that's I think that's an interesting matchup. What I really love about this D3 South is the the uh, matchup just below that, and I think that's a rematch between the South Finals last year uh, between six seeded Burke and eleven seeded Bishop Stang. Yeah, Stang isn't what they what they have been. They no, they graduated a, bit, a lot, but uh, and some kids return to Wareham. Now right. Wareham is the two. Wareham should be in good shape, but they are they just seem to be just barely getting by with a lot of their wins. They win by two, four, six. Right. And you I know, think, doesn't they've, seem I think like they've, they've readied the ship a little bit so? down okay. the stretch. So okay. now, I saw them uh, in, in two tight games against Bourne. I know they split with Fairhaven. So I've seen – Oh, the Bourne I, game at Bourne was phenomenal. It, yeah, with, that was with great. Ramashi hit the three and then yeah, and Joey, Joey Sylvia with the runner. hit a runner at the buzzer. I mean, that was like 
that was made for TV. Yeah, that that was something else for sure. And I think it's an instance of a really talented team playing down to their competition in some cases. So I think for the tournament, you should see a reinvigorated uh, Wareham team. That, that's really loaded and primed to uh, come out of the South They have talent. Year. They have talent. Yeah. It's a matter of uh, the sun being greater than the parts. Right. There we go. That, I, I think I'm, okay I'm going to title it this uh, the episode this, right? Sun greater than the parts. That's right. You came pod sportscast here. Okay, so who's your favorite – Who's your favorite uh, favorite matchup, and who's your dark horse to come out? I have to say my favorite matchup is Monomoy Old Rochester because yeah. I'm close with both coaches. I've trained a lot of the Monomoy kids, and actually I know Luke from Old Rochester pretty well. I'd say that's my favorite matchup, uh, the 314. And uh, what else did you say? Dark, uh, or, dark, dark horse, horse yeah. I'm going to go with Sandwich to go up to Norton. I love that. Okay. Okay. I, my boys from Sandwich, I trust they'll go up there and get it done, and then I'll, I'll see them uh, when they go to Fairhaven for the, the next game. I'll promise that I'll go to the Fairhaven game. Okay. okay. And, and who is coming out of the South? Who's coming out of the South? Damn. I'm going to go <laughs> with uh, – I'm going to say Wareham. Yeah. Yeah, they have I the like talent. Him too. They have the talent. They have a bye, so they're going to play the winner of Dedham. Yeah, they're going to be home Spellman. up until Rockland, uh, potentially I'm in the South say Finals. I'm him, but trust me, if Mon- you know, you've got Monomoy, Old Rochester, Burke, and staying on the other side, uh, you know, where it won't be easy for Wareham, but I'll no. say I'm going to go with Wareham. I, they have the talent. Yeah, I like Wareham as uh, as a favorite. I think my favorite first round matchup is that Burke Bishop Stang matchup. I would love to be able to go uh, see that if I can. Well, you're gonna, um, what about the local teams? I mean, come on. Well, Give the I, I local teams say, some love. Well, uh, you know, I think my dark horse to come out of it, uh, come out of the South, might, might be a Monomoy team. How's, how's that All for right. you? All right, thank you. No, three seed, <laughs> not exactly a dark horse. Well, I, my I think dark I'm kind horse of, to uh, win a game is Sandwich. I didn't right. say to win yeah, the whole Yeah, as like an upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, special. I on that, yeah. Take Sandwich, you know, plus the points. Plus the points, okay. I like that. You know, it, and, if, and if you're feeling really risky, you know, just take them on the money line. That Correct. could be a, probably a I good, already did. A good payday did. for you at the 13-4 matchup, you know. That would probably uh, cover cover a rent check or yeah. car note or something. All right, so let's get to the last and final uh, bracket here for the yeah, this boys' is basketball this tournament. Is in- this is interesting. Uh, South Division Four. a lot of teams uh, from our area here. We have Bishop Connolly at the top seed at 13-3. and three. Uh, Westport coming in at 16-4 and four at the two seed. Uh, Old Colony, who is, I believe, playing tonight for the uh, Small School Vocational Championship, uh, comes in at the three seed at 16-4. and four. And then Abington with the four seed, who I believe, uh, were, were they a South finalist, or was that Cohasset who came out of the South last year? I forget. Mm, yeah, either one way, of them, I they think w- it was one close. of them beat uh, Cape Cod Academy right in the South That's finals. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which it was, to be honest with you. Okay, so let's let's start with uh, the team that I, I cover on a regular basis, the seventh seed, Upper Cape Tech Rams, uh, with a record of 15-5. and five. They're hosting another Tech school team, Southeastern, with a record of 12-8. and eight. February 26th, 6.30 game. They all are conveniently wow, they're all uh, placed. they're all at 226. Yeah, yeah they, they can't help uh, us a small, small-time reporters here. Yeah, so. stagger those a little bit. But anyway. I love the Rams this year. Uh, okay. yeah, I think a good staple of uh, Billy McCooch coached teams McCooch, yeah. uh, is you're going to get hard-nosed, uh, fast-paced, uh, pesky defense, okay. a lot of steals, a lot of run-and-gun transition points. Yeah. And again, I, to borrow that term again, some greater than the parts. They don't. Okay. Th- they have one really good player who can fill it up, uh, and Desna Cemento. Yeah. Now, how good is he? I haven't he, seen him this good, year. He's a good player. Um, you know, I think 
my issue with him, again, I really like it. Sometimes his shot selection is, a, is okay. not always the best. But uh, sometimes if you're carrying the load. But if he like, gets, you, you know, know, he got 27 against Old Colony in a double overtime game, you know, immediately starts the game off with like 10 points like that in the blink yeah. of an eye and then quietly ends the game with 27. Okay. Uh, I love their my, – my favorite player on that team is probably their senior point guard, Connor, Connor Reedy. A uh, real kind of a Marcus Smart kind of gritty type okay. of guy. Okay. Uh, can hit big shots, but is just a real pit bull on the defensive end of the floor. And they have some uh, kind of a, a French hit guy, uh, Jared uh, Novoychek, who's a uh, younger brother. I've heard that name. Of uh, Sturgis, Sturgis East player. Okay. Who I'm, I'm blanking on uh, his first name. But he can. Uh, he had set the, s- the school records for single game three-pointers made. Oh, really? And points scored. He had 11 in the game. Uh, 11 threes? Yeah, who was it against? St. John Paul wow. at, at the HYCC. And then finished that game with 38. So he can spot up shooter. What town are they from? Um, Wareham. Oh, that figures. Yeah, yeah. So Wareham, I have to tell you, that area is loaded with talent. Hot I'm bed. telling you, I've been spending time at the Wareham. Right. Yeah. You know, working some people out, and even younger kids, middle school kids. That is, there is so much talent in Wareham. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's uh, fun just going being a fly on the wall and kind of watching those Saturday pickup yeah, games at the Y. But, uh, uh, you get some good runs out there, some good college runs. You know, yeah, I know, uh, you know, Aaron Struthers comes back there and he brings out Jake Ashworth and everyone down from UMass. And then yeah, you got yeah, Jordan and so uh, Denzel. Talent. So much talent in that area, even younger kids. Oh, right. my goodness. Talent. Uh, but yeah, so I, I love uh, what they can do in that game. Uh, Navojcik, you know, he kind of had the um, uh, Clay Thompson game. You know, he probably had okay. 38 points on 12 dribbles, like didn't have to dribble the ball at all. You know, just a spot up knockdown shooter. Catch and shoot. Yep. Uh, which I love. So if they can get past Southeastern, you're looking at a Westport Mashpee potential game against Mashpee. I really like them. Don't know much about Westport, um, but they play. Well, Westport's a basketball hotbed, too. They yeah, it's kind of histori- underrated. Historically, outstanding players come out of Westport, and many times, because the education there isn't really the best, it's a really small school, they leave. You know, I know there's yeah. a player or two that's at Tabor uh, that from okay. Westport. Uh, on the women's side, on the girl's side. Oh, There's yeah. left-handed. She was uh, a lefty. She Dartmouth? went to Dartmouth. She right. went to Dartmouth yeah. and then yeah, went yeah. to Tabor. Mm-hmm. Westport kid. That's yep. right. You're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right on that. And then I uh, just do a quick hey, shout-out to – you know, quick – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, we're a shout-out to a couple of buddies of mine from uh, the Westport days, uh, Nick Fryer and Matt Medeiros. Matt Medeiros is a 1,000-point scorer okay. uh, in both college and in high school. Actually, he okay. played St. Joe's in Maine. And Nick Fryer played baseball at uh, – uh, Northwestern was also a basketball player in that's, the uh, Wildcats. That's, so, that's yeah. pretty good. Hey, shout out here. Um, talking about Westport, they will play Mashby. Right. Uh, and Mashby, I'll tell you, they had to. You talk about sandwich grinding to get in the tournament. Same Mashby thing. Yeah. had their back to the wall. They came down. They were down what two and two in the next to the last game. Yeah. And Caden Silva got a rebound, kicked that's it right. out. Yeah. They came down the floor, pass. Who was the kid who hit the shot? Kendra Rose, 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 I think, yeah. Rose hits a shot at the buzzer to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Hull. And if, have you ever driven to Hull? Uh, I haven't driven to Hull, but I know it's out there. It's out on it's the tip, rough. right? It's rough. So those guys now, a day or two later, have to drive to Hull. And, you know, Hull, I think, is a tournament team. Um, yeah. And I know they have so. a 1,000-point scorer. They have a huge mm-hmm. uh, kid who scores a lot of points. Is Hull in the tournament? I don't think so. It, it should okay. be D4. If that's Maybe they're right, D. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, 
they have to go to Hull and get a W, and I'm kind of following it on Twitter, and it's sort of back and forth, and mm-hmm. finally Mashby closes it out, and God bless those guys. I mean, that's a that's a grind. Yeah, and congratulations. Ten and ten in a good league. Yeah, you know, uh, good Justin coach. Clark in his second year, you know, just missed out in the playoffs yeah, uh, good due coach. to like a scheduling and, uh, conflict or something. Shout last out year. to my guy Caden Silva, who right. worked out with us all summer. He's yeah. a good kid. He really liked that boy. And uh, I wish them the best. Go to Westport and get it done, boys. You can do it. Yeah, I like I love hearing that. And then of course, uh, I think one of the, the uh, teams to keep an eye on. Uh, I think this is an easy dark horse candidate. Is the eleven seated uh, Cape Cod Academy Seahawks? Well, here you go. Now Cape Cod Academy finalists last year. I believe they have everybody back or near everybody back. A year better, a year stronger. Um, so here we go. Now we're back to talking about the new format, which we hope will come for the state tournament. Now, because so Cape Cod Academy, other than some of the easy league games they've had, they've played a really good schedule. That was my question, because I know uh, the Lighthouse isn't uh, you know, the best of basketball divisions. Well, yeah, I mean, Rising Tide and a couple of – although they did lose to, to Sturgis, I think. Right, yeah. When Jaden was out, but – um, yeah, between Rising Tide and Falmouth Academy, I mean, those four, are, four wins right those there. are basically scrimmages. Yeah. But they've played up. Uh, okay. They've played up. Uh, they've, they've had some really good non-league games. Yeah, so in terms you of, you know, the strength of schedule, mm-hmm. they're much better than an 11 seed. They could easily come out of this, out of the 11 seed and, uh, 11 seed and win it. Yeah, pull up, pull up some of the records here because uh, I will. Yeah, I'll say Jane Greeley, who I believe is a junior now. Uh, you know, could he be a senior, be a you know, Jayden. might be a sophomore. I, f- I forget what he is at this point in time. He's so. listed as grade 10 on this program. Okay, that so I yeah, have. so okay, so he's a sophomore, but I think he's, you know, was held back a year going to uh, Cape Cod Academy. So I think, uh, you know, he got an extra year in there or some, some sort of effect like that. But anyway, he had, he had a, a broken arm, broken hand at a certain point, missed yeah, a good portion of the season. Yeah, that's probably why they lost a couple of games at, at one stretch of the season. Uh, now, Cape Cod Academy, they played, they opened with D.Y., now, they played Nantucket, and Nantucket qualified for the tournament. Mm-hmm. They lost at Sturgis East, and I think that's when Jaden was out. Um, now, they went at Abington. I think Jaden was still out. They lost up there by 10, but that's that's pretty good. Um, for an under, for they went to the vineyard and got beat. Team. They beat Monomoy. Uh, they played Fenway and beat Fenway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the vineyard at home. They lost to Nosset. I think that was an exclusion game. I would imagine so. They lost to Nosset at home in like double or triple Mm -hmm. overtime, 89-91. They went to Nantucket and got beat, but that's that's no – Not that bad of a loss. No, no, it's not bad. So uh, they went to Monomoy and got beat um, 62-66. I think that was for the league. Then they lost at Nosset, and they lost at D.Y. I mean, they're not afraid to play the iron. No, 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 I think they're uh, one Achilles heel. You know, they definitely want to get out and run. They're going to fill yeah. it up, uh, you know, definitely get their shots in from outside. I think they're susceptible to some size. Yeah. Uh, and if you can throw, a, you know, a couple of bigs who have uh, five fouls to give, you know, I think you can probably wear them down a little bit. Um, I, I look ahead to the quarterfinals potentially with a CCA Old Colony matchup. Old Colony right now, I think. Uh, you know, they don't have uh, Jake Jason, who's their 2,000-point scorer who graduated from a year ago. Uh, but they have Hunter Soares. They have a couple other guys who are really good, kind of tall. They're all kind of yeah. good, interchangeable players who can guard multiple positions. I have I a mean, lot of respect for the head coach, Matt yeah, Trahan, I like, there. I like Matt Trahan. I'm friendly with him. Uh, but he, I, he always I, gets them up I, for big games. <clears throat> having said that, I mean, I'm not sure about West Bridgewater and 
you know, how they are with Cape No, Cape. I'm not sure either, but I, I'm assuming I still like, that in that, in that, I like uh, Cape Cod Academy to, to get out of that, that, that particular grouping there with West Bridgewater and Old Colony. You know, I like them. I think that they're tested. They went to the finals last year. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, I don't want to get way too ahead of myself, but you look on that right side of the bracket, you know, if, if you do have uh, Old Colony, Cape Cod Academy quarterfinals, Upper Cape gets through to the quarterfinals and somehow can get their way to the semifinals, and now I'm looking way ahead. Now you have, you know, a great matchup between Old Colony and uh, Upper Cape Tech with two division rivals meeting for the third time. Are you okay? I'm, 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 going, I'm going way ahead down the road here. You think? It's going to be Upper Cape and Old Colony. No, I'm saying in the semis. Saying, I'm just, I'm just, you know, playing it out here. Okay. Or against Cape Cod Academy, who okay. ousted them in the postseason uh, the year year ago, okay. and I think they've lost like three or four, like every game since Adam Rose has taken over. Yeah, Cape Cod Academy is not going to have a problem with Old Colony. I can tell you that, and I haven't seen Old Colony. I saw them last year. They won't have a problem with them. See, I, I, like, I would enjoy that game. I think I'm going to find myself going out to well, more. Um, you know, out of you know, out of local region games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Once everything kind of wraps up, I'd love to see Mashby knock off Westport, and then get. I'm hoping for a Mashby, Cape Cod Academy semifinal. Oh wow! Yeah. So you, you want to go just complete chaos and just kind of turn everything upside down? No, Mashby down. can get it done. They well, can. yeah, but you'd be looking at a 11-15 seed. I'm not saying they can't get it done, but if you're yeah, just but strength at the of schedule, wise. strength of schedule, Mashby in the South Shore League. Cape Cod Academy plays up, you know, non-league. Sure. And I, their talent level is there. I mean, um, I, 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 you know, hey, I know a few, a few years ago, D.Y. went out to Westport and spanked them in the tournament. I mean, Westport, a small school, not, not a great league. I think, I think Mashby can get it done. Okay. I'm going Mashby, Cape Cod Academy, and the semis on that side of the bracket. Now, I, I do have to point out here, Bob, is that you've gone from praising Westport as a basketball hotbed <laughs> to, to Mashby's going full circle into Mashby. Uh, well, <laughs> I like it. Mashby's though. hot. I like. No, I like it because you're talking the gritty, your way through it right now. You know, yeah. like that's. Uh, and the other side, I would, you know, the other side, I uh, really don't know Bishop Conley. No, I'm not too. Hey, Nantucket. Again. Let me tell you, Nantucket has some athletic kids. Mm -hmm. Nantucket could come out of the 17 on that side in the semis, and then you know. Now here's another thing: Abington and Coho are going to probably bang against each other, and one of them will be in the semis. So right. my semi picks, I'm going Nantucket, then it'll be the winner of Abington and Coho. Mashby and Cape Cod Academy. Wow, Those, yep. Cape, loaded Cape Cod. Now, what think, I will I say, think they play the schedules. What I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the Mayflower Athletic Com uh, Conference comprehensive division, that middle group, I believe is Westport, Bishop Connolly, uh, West Bridgewater, okay. Okay, Southeastern. Right when you have a league called comprehensive division, I understand. I that. have an issue. But I look at the records: thirteen and three, sixteen and four. Who I don't are they have playing? West Bridgewater. They, well, they'd be playing each other. Is my is my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> right, so they have those teams well, that are, uh, you know, all three. I mean, who's in there? Seeds. Atlantis Charter, or I don't know where Atlantis Charter is. They're they're fairly. I'm sticking new to school. my guns on this. Okay, I, I just don't believe Bishop. You know, maybe I'm wrong, and you'll see Bishop Conley come out of that bracket and Westport come out of that bracket. But I'm okay, going to stick so to my guns. Give me I'm your with my people. Your best uh, first round matchup. Best first round matchup. I'm going to have to say. Uh, Mashby Westport. I mean, they each have a bye, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'll say Mashby Westport. I like Mashby to go up there. Okay. 
I like the Falcons. And who is your underdog or your uh, you know dark horse to win the league? Or the, to win the whole thing? The bracket, yeah. Well, to win the bracket, um, I'm going to say Nantucket. They've got some talent. Okay, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I Absolutely. like Nantucket. I, like I mean, pick. these other teams, I mean, really? So, uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to denigrate them, but I mean, well, I'll, I, go, with, I'll go with the – the blue call the blue chip team the blue what do they say like duke north carolina yeah, yeah, the blue yeah. chip yeah, the blue i'm going chips, blue yeah. chip I okay hope, i hope matt trahan doesn't listen in because he'll oh, kill I, me i, I think he, i know he me. follows me he's a fan of he'll uh he's kill a fan me. of the show here he'll i won't, probably i won't add him how's that he'll probably unfollow me on twitter <laughs> after this he hears it's this. nothing personal Matty, man. we love you kid uh so i i really like uh, cape cod academy as that dark horse team potentially coming out of the league yeah, I mean, I don't it's even see him as a Dak horse. I know they're an 11, they're 11 yeah. seed. I, I agree yeah. with you. Uh, so I'm going to play to that a little bit. Um, I, you know, I, I look at best first-round matchup, Abington Blue Hills. Blue Hills is a team. Oh, see, you know Blue Hills. Uh, 13 seed, you know, but very uh, uh, very prominent in the D4-style tournament over the years. Again, really? run-and-gun type of team. Really? Okay. Um, who Coming, knows what they, where they're drawing from? What Canton? What's Canton, that area? Yeah, Canton. so Canton area. So I don't know they what else is around there. Kids. Stoughton and that sort of thing. Uh, but you know, I I know for a fact that uh, Upper Cape Tech hadn't beaten Blue Hills. You know, they play them twice a year usually. Okay. Uh, since 2005, and they scored a regulation win with our, our boy Des Nascimento, uh, knocking down the game-winning shot at the buzzer. Wow. Uh, so you know, he has he has two game-winning shots this year. Um, I think the other one was uh, South Shore Vogue. I want to say that was it. those came early in the year. But Abington Blue Hills, I see that as a nice, uh, really interesting matchup to go watch. My favorite to come out of the uh, all right uh, South Division Four. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make up for the slanderous uh, words he said against uh, Matt Trahan. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with the old Colony Cougars oh, as the he's, favorite. He's gonna and we'll, we'll split he's the gonna difference. kill me. <laughs> but I'm looking at. Uh, this Mayflower Athletic Conference, holy cow! Bishop Conley, thirteen and three, eight and two. But I don't know this Sacred Heart, Avon, Holbrook. I mean, yeah. Norfolk Aggie, Cape Cod Tech, Bristol Aggie. I mean, hmm. well, yeah, those, those are the small school, the Bristol Aggies, the Norfolk no, Diamond, Aggies. Diamonds, four and sixteen. Yeah. Tri County, Bristol Plymouth. They're all in the large. They're terrible. Right. Uh, yeah, I think so Southeastern is the large in the large as well. So uh, yeah, it is southeastern and Blue Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm st- I'll stick to my guns with. with, with uh, okay, that's going to be interesting to see what happens in D four. We'll be texting each other when we yeah, see the results. Yeah, I, I know. Like I said, we'll talk off like, the air. Hey, we'll I see told you, you so. You name your price, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, but you want to uh, talk about the upcoming Cape and Islands hey, League real, uh, yeah. All Star Game, which real is right quick, around the corner. Real quick, kudos to all the kids that really worked hard in the off season. I mean. I know who gets in the gym, and I'll tell you all the usually kids with work, you, yeah. All the, all the kids. Well, in, in some with other guys and right, whatever, yeah. but well, well, what they go to camps and so forth. But the kids who got in the gym and work hard, they had good seasons individually, and collectively their teams did well and made the tournament. Mm-hmm. So you know the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, and a, a shout out to the great Al Faria who went, runs the All Star Game, right. the Cape and Islands All Star Game. What a fun event every year! I mean, great it's event. Great. Great event, a lot of fun. That's going to be uh, March fifteenth at the Hyannis Hyannis Rec Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he said the girls were at one fifteen and the boys at three thirty. He kind of spreads it out. I mean, they play four twelve minute quarters and then he has some contests and giveaways. Right, you know, yeah. Al does his thing, so uh, it's great. I think those rosters will be out soon, and that's a great. It's really nice for the kids who uh, 
have shown some promise and who have had good seasons to show their wares at the game. It's just a lot of fun. It's up and down. The scores usually oh. well over a hundred. Yeah, it's it's it very much uh, resembles the NBA All Star Game, where you know you may not see a lot of defense until the final few minutes, but uh, yeah, then but the honestly, intensity picks up. Before we close, I, you know I'm yeah. a fan of the target score. Right. I loved it. The Lee Lamb ending. And that All-Star game was tremendous. The and how much crap was did that wonderful. get coming into it, too? You know, everyone well, was saying, didn't I don't understand, understand it. what's yeah, it, too complicated. It's pretty, yeah, people I fear mean, change. That's Barkley what it comes down to. couldn't understand it. Well. Kenny <laughs> Smith, I mean, it, Shaq, they're like, what, what, what? I mean, come on. It's not that hard. But it made for a tremendous fourth quarter. Right. You've never seen an all-star game where players played that hard, picked up charges, argued with the official, wanted replays. It was tremendous. Yeah, I mean, you got Kemba Walker playing over his uh, minutes restriction, and now suddenly he's getting his knee drained because he was so amped up into it, right? Well, if you're a hooper, you're a hooper. You play. You know? Right. So it, it, Unless it's you're all Kyrie good. Irving. It's yeah. all good. Then you go and get your Ooh, nose job. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. That's another story. Could have told you that was going to happen. Hey, this has been a lot of fun. Maybe, uh, I don't know, we'll have to maybe tweet out some comments or something to see who somehow follow up on this. Yeah, know? see, uh, see some, someone hold us accountable? Because yeah, usually I'm not. I usually I can just talk out into the ether. Let me see if I picked up any followers. Oh, we're not on the air yet. No, no, so yeah. this isn't live yet. So I'll have this up uh, probably by the time you're home, actually. Okay. Oh, that'll, uh, be so that'll be great. So, Bob, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, enjoy all the basketball. This is, uh, yeah. you know, some of the best times it's, of the year if you're a local it's a great uh, high school hoop fan. And for the kids, it's great. You know, life is winning, losing, struggling. So, you know, you're going to you lose your last game if you're in a, the state tournament unless, unless you win the whole team. thing. Yeah. So God bless them all. I hope everybody's safe in their travels and have a, and really enjoy the moment. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy it. Get buckets, right? Get buckets. Thank <laughs> you. I love it.